Oh, well, here we are. Here we are. This is new for us. It is. We've talked about doing this for a long time, but we, have. we haven't actually found the time to do it. Those are two totally different things, talking about it and actually doing it. Mm-hmm. True. Um, but this is something we've always done. It's just like come into the office, start making coffee, and then having conversations about anything, honestly. Yeah. It's you, really, it depends on like the weekend before, the week before, the day of. Yeah, like if anybody is in church or like does anything musically or artistry in church you know that like every single weekend as a leader you take like a laundry list of notes of things that you need to go recap especially with people brand with with brands like ours like you can't help but i can't shut it off yeah it's it's so hard to <laughs> yeah. even like visit another church and, and not be like oh man like that's cool yeah that cue or those lights or that sound or i love that arrangement or yeah you're always taking notes good or bad like Mm -hmm. yeah it's a curse and a blessing but yeah what are we drinking um so not sponsored but hey trade if you're watching we would love to be sponsored true we love uh your coffee hookup um but today we've got some irving farm um this is 71 house so brewed it up in our uh is it gonna hurt me if i drink it is it that hot no no it's good right now it's really nice um <laughs> aerate it that's nice that is really nice oh that is good yeah this was better today yeah um we have a keys player on our team um shout out to jared who's probably the best barista i have ever yeah ever been around yeah most knowledgeable for that guy, sure is a sponge of knowledge. He yeah. cut his teeth on Barista Parlor uh-huh. here in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Got promoted um, from Busboy up to Barista. Left Barista Parlor, went to uh, RH. Yep. Was a beverage director at RH for a while. And then moved over to Stay Golden for all you coffee guys out what there. What under, an underdog story. I know, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> from Busboy bus to Barista Parlor. To literally the most, one of the most sought after baristas in Nashville. And now he's yeah, that's at true. Uh, a location a of... Elegy, which is a, they opened a new location. So shout out Jared. He's taught us everything we know. What's Um, amazing about Jared too, is he's not just like amazing in coffee. He's amazing at everything. And like music, boy can shred the keys. Dude, his programming Programming is is nuts. (laughs) It's so good. Yeah. Because of his, uh, like sponge of a brain, he just makes everything the most beautifully complicated as possible. <laughs> That's true. So his rig is insanity. It is yeah. insane. So, yeah, this is fun. We were talking, what were we talking about before? We we were we were having so many conversations. We were like, we have to hold them for the podcast. Oh, I have great. a, I got some new shoes and I wanted to bring something up that's really important. Do you guys ever have any shoes that you like, you see them online, you get them, you love them, you're like, oh, these are so sick. And you put them on, and then the top-down view is <laughs> not what you thought. Yeah, you're like, oh, but you know, you like got you catfished you, by these you shoes. Got, you, got a, you look from the side, and you're like, all right. Oh, that's a nice are, shoe. These are nice. Dude, I never I have under- to remind myself that these look really good. I never, going through like uh, Payless or JCPenney or like all Dude. those like shoe stores as a kid, and you see those benches, right? Yeah. And then the, 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 the angled mirror. mirror, I was like, mm-hmm. what is that mirror for? And then one day I like walked up to it and I was like, oh, it's to see the side profile of your shoe. Do grocery stores have those? I don't know, but... Wait, where? At the checkout. Oh, no, so that... What is that? Yes, I know what you're talking about. We, we can throw something on the screen of what that is. So because I worked 
there. I, I was taught exactly what that was. That's so amazing. In the checkout line, they've got a mirror on the other side of the checkout line, and that's to see a reflection of the cart to see if they're hiding oh, anything underneath or if, or if they've got like toilet paper or water, or, like a case of water underneath their cart. Well, you I've can, been using it to check my shoe game since I was. There you go. You know, <laughs> that's also why they put that there. <laughs> my yeah. vanity yeah. at the checkout line at, at Publix. Yeah. That had a weird like realization. We were at the store um, this weekend, and on the checkout line, they also have those little flip out checkbook tables. Mm. Where you write checks, like you push the little the table in, and it flips uh-huh. out. Yeah, I'm like, man, I had no one s- writes checks anymore. This sweet old woman, <laughs> yeah, at the Publix recently writing a check, and I was like, man, we're gonna be here for a while. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Truth. Back to. Uh, Back to what we were saying with, like, just anything in church-related. Like, I thought this weekend was, like, it was really good. We had a guest worship leader come in and, and lead alongside Harley. Well, not not really a guest, actually. A new a new team member. Yeah. But that, it was their first, first time. First time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Shout out Noah. Yeah. Did amazing. Um, We all have, like, a plethora of things that we do. So it just kind of depends. Like, I don't know. For me, I... Whenever I, it's like, that's like my resting place. Like, I don't mind if I do something every single week. I, I, you know, thankfully over the years, I've been able to kind of build that endurance to like not feel burnout or anything by doing mm-hmm. that. And, but guitar has become my, like my resting place. Mm-hmm. And I don't know for you as well. It's just like, I can get up there and just kind of check out in the best way possible. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like, it's like a rest week for me. And yeah. I was able to just like, just get up there and rip and it was fun. Yeah. No, I get that when I play bass, like. In some ways, it makes me think about playing in a different way because I'm used to acoustic. I'm used to leading worship, but to be able to play bass and let someone else lead—that is kind of like, man, this is nice. Yeah, yeah. I feel that. What's your spot? I think it's changed over over the years. On stage, like I don't know, man. I'm I'm. I I felt, and I told you this like a couple of weeks ago. I felt more inconsistent on guitar than like almost any other position on the platform like i think just because like i've devoted time to like developing other gifts or Mm -hmm. you know whatever it may be like i've just kind of not put myself in that headspace of uh being able to like jump on and like really nail it or be able to kind of like go into your zen yeah i mean um but i would say like i've enjoyed like leading a lot more Mm -hmm. um so good at it man dude you're so gifted I, I think true. the Lord has really blessed us in this season with a lot more people jumping in yeah. that are like genuinely talented. Yeah. Um, I, I've, I've always like kept the mantra. Well, it's not like a mantra. It's just like, I would rather have five people who give everything than mm-hmm. 50 that can't give all. And it's nothing against anybody. Like that's the main thing about like ministry and music. And um, it's always a shell shock whenever you're like, what do you mean? Nobody is taking this as serious as I do. Mm-hmm. Everybody has a normal life. Mm-hmm. And like, we are extremely blessed to do what we do and like not only serve the Lord, but do music in that and like do the arts in, in ministry. And I have to pinch myself constantly remind myself, first of all, that I do that, but also that mm-hmm. everybody else has their own life. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and there's a beautiful like side to that, be able to pour into people in that way and prepare the saints in a way to, mm-hmm. the, to, to, try and get where we're at and that's like no pretentious whatever it's just nobody has as much time as we do right to spend in our gifts right yeah so like 
I don't know. That that reminder is always like the Lord is so kind and so gracious to us <laughs> to no, let that's us do true. That. Like literally I have to remind myself all the time, like right now I'm living my dream. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when you are living your dream, you forget that you're even doing it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I've, I've been guilty of that. And like, I just always thought like when I'm living my dream, it's going to be so great and it's going to look like X, Y, and Z. And then when you get there, it doesn't look like that X, Y, and Z that you had in your head. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so even the song that we sang on, on uh, Sunday, uh, it's our one of our new songs that we're thinking about putting on a record. But oh my soul, the first one of the first lines is, um, um, "I'm loosening my grip on how I thought things should have been." That's a, such a good line. And that you sang that, and I like, I didn't not hear it the first time. It just hit, yeah, in a new way. And I was like playing guitar, just like. <laughs> 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 there's it's every every single week and i have one of those moments doesn't matter yeah. what i'm doing and i like <clears throat> the lord is so kind to show up in that way yeah it's like and and what's so cool is like with the church like i've always dreamed of being a worship pastor and now i'm doing that and like i was not qualified to work here and be the worship pastor at this church <laughs> but like pastor jason gave me a chance you know and i think he did the same with all all of us and just saw what giftings we have inside our heart he saw our heart for the church and for our people and and hearing us out on where we want to be mm -hmm. yeah i think that's really really important as a leader to yeah look at somebody and like see their potential and not figure out if they can fill a role yeah and that's like why i go back to i would rather have five that want to give everything because that's just like there's potential there so i love you're willing to give it all then yeah like it's limitless on what you can do mm -hmm. with us not for us but with us the ones that are on our team that are they have like a, another job then and they volunteer on sundays like i love to see when they are spending time in their craft or when they're like coming here to work on their mm -hmm. craft like Dude. austin working on drums yeah harrison working on tone whenever you know like all of those types of things like people that really spend the time and take the time to just get one percent better every day mm -hmm. yeah know? and it's just i that, love that. that that will microwave you and, yeah and just like because at the end of the day your leaders are going to see that because we're always watching yeah <laughs> and i've always told people on my team that too i'm like i'm always watching to see like where you're at it's mm -hmm. just it's just how i don't know it's just how yeah. i'm wired but like when i see someone striving then they're going to get that extra from us as well. And that's no favorites. That's nothing like that. It's just, it's just kind of how it is. Like when they're someone, putting, yeah, yeah when they're if somebody's in the not work. in the season to give a certain amount, that's mm -hmm. totally fine. Yeah. We're here. We love you. We're mm -hmm. going to, we're going to be here waiting whenever you're ready to like come back. And even if you don't, if you don't come back, like at the end of the day, like church is church and you don't yeah. have to, we're called to serve, but mm -hmm. I, I think you should, you should serve when you're healthy. Yeah, and for context of what we're talking about right now, like MSW is a it's a ministry out of a church. We we try to try to say that as much as possible, but we we truly are like in the middle of it. Like some of the things you may see on our social media is you know kind of our big highlight things. Like we get to go out and do um, travel things. We get mm -hmm. to record. Like those are uh, such amazing blessings. But right. um, our core team at MSW is in 
a full-time ministry position, leading teams, mm-hmm. um, leading uh, a congregation on, on weekends. And um, so these conversations really happen all the time, and we get to yeah. translate that over um, into the teams for MSW. But um, it's amazing to be able to get to sit down and uh, share kind of like what we are doing daily. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Like working at the church – like all of us that are kind of core to MSW, like we all have different roles too. So like, you know, I'm in worship, um, like Lee's in production, uh, overseeing production in every way. Like I'm overseeing worship in every way. And that's like age level ministries. It's like all the things celebrate recovery. Yeah. I was like, I was legitimately like fixing printers for kids check in this past week. (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) anything to do. And even Jenna, like who's not here, Jenna is uh, doing communication stuff and like team building and small groups and all of those types of things. So like, it's cool to be able to do Madison street, to go on the road, to record and all that stuff. But like we work at a church and when you work at a church, you have not just one hat that you wear. And that's just a, that's the, what it is you know um do you guys subscribe to the my stomach just made a noise do you hear that (laughs) do you guys subscribe to the like get in a lane and stick with it type of thing that's a very loaded question it is loaded i'll answer yeah go ahead i I, I don't know where i land on that that's Mm -hmm. why i ask because um if any of it if anybody is familiar with the enneagram which if you're a christian you you know what it is. Um, I'm a seven wing eight. So basically that means that I'm all over the place aggressively. And, <laughs> and I, uh, my, my poor wife, she's actually, let me grab this. I just, uh, I just, I just recently got into taking photos and wanting to do that. It, my, my curse is taking anything I can and trying to make money with it. So, dude, I think that is, is like a plug. That's like the millennial mindset. It yeah. is. It's like the only thing we can do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like my parents and their parents worked their whole <laughs> life for fifty years. We're like, we're not going to do that. We're going to do what we want, trying to make money with it. Exactly. So, I don't know. I kind of come around to it, and um, my very very good friend, him and I talk about this a lot, and we're both kind of torn between that. I just don't. I don't know. And especially like in ministry, I don't. I don't in any way want to say it's bad, but it's definitely tough to be in one lane and like be fully used. Because mm-hmm. like I think you're the perfect example of that right now. Like you're all over the place in like the mm-hmm. best way possible, and you find your gifting in other areas. And and the thing is, is like the Lord's called us to like an umbrella of things mm-hmm. and. Unless we explore those options, we're never going to know like our full potential as leaders. Mm-hmm. And everybody's called to lead. Like my wife, who's a youth pastor, she just she keeps saying this, and it's so good. Like at one point in your life, you will be at a point where you have to teach the gospel, and yeah. at least once, right? So like, I I want to live the most prepared as possible, and if that means I'm like super underqualified to shoot photos for something and I'm there and I'm doing that in a studio in Nashville and like get to love people like Jesus, then I'm doing what I need to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've, I've thought a lot about that and it's, it's, that's an interesting way to like frame that question. Yeah. But if you're thinking about Elaine being like your profession or like mm-hmm. what your gift set is, I think that may be the wrong way to think about it. I think, 
I think consistency is the is the key. Mm-hmm. If I can stay in my lane consistently, like or with consistency, right. if consistency is my lane, it really didn't matter what I'm doing. So if I say I'm gonna love the people of Shelbyville well, mm-hmm. and then if I have any more capacity, I'll do the rest of the world. But for now, <laughs> that's awesome. For now, I'm called to the people of Shelbyville. So mm-hmm. if that looks like I'm cleaning the toilets today, mm-hmm. because I know that's gonna bless somebody who comes in and says, "Wow, this facility is so clean," mm-hmm. and I get to like, you know enjoy the bathroom experience or whatever that, you know, like I can, um, drop what I think my place on this earth is with the giftings that the Lord has given me. As long as I'm like doing what I feel called to, which is serving the the body. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't really matter what that looks like, but my consistency to show up in no matter what mm-hmm. circumstance is what I feel like is making a difference. So like kind of what you're saying, like being all over the place, like there are times when I feel like, you know, Lord, why am I like taking a season off the platform? Mm-hmm. You know, like if I felt like, you know, 13 year old me was like, no, I want to like lead, I want to play, like whatever that looks like. If it serves the, the like moment, like we talk about even in like worship sets, yeah. serving the moment might even look like me training, you know, a young kid who's got a shaky hand on a camera mm-hmm. or, um, you know, like pastoring somebody through a hard season when I'm not even one of the pastors of the church. I'm like a technical director. <laughs> I think it's like just being able to be willing and obedient in whatever that is. Um, it's totally a loaded question. So like, yeah, I think there's so well, many ways to answer it. I think as well, like you have to think about how wide your lane can be. And like, thankfully in artistry, like it's pretty wide. Mm-hmm. Like no matter what I'm doing, I'm <clears throat> doing things that are creative and like there's a broad stroke of people that do things that are creative from photo to video to like actual art to like music to producing to like music business. Like that's a little stretch, but Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. I I don't know. I think that's kind of a lane. When I think of like me as a producer, like it sounds like a sad life for me to like only (laughs) go after that. Cause like, it's a, there's a high probability that I'm going to strike out and I don't know. I think, does, is that where like, what do you have? Do you have something? Well, I was going to talk into man. that a little bit. Like, I think sometimes, you know, it's good to, it's good to be multifaceted. Um, and at the same time, like you have to ask yourself the question of, are you multifaceted out of fear or are you, are you multifaceted out of purpose? Mm-hmm. Because if you're multifaceted out of fear that like, what if this doesn't work out, then you should, you should deal with that fear right? and trust the Lord with that fear. Um, But if you feel like you have purpose and you bring creativity to the table and you do all these artisty things of like, you take pictures, you do video, you do music, you do production. Like I admire people like that Mm -hmm. because that's really cool. I... I'm not that person. <laughs> and um, Lee is the only one that I, the reason why I'm getting at all these things. Well, yeah, it's, it's really cool. And it, it stretches me. I mean, like before even working uh, at gateway, like I never touched Photoshop, premiere pro, mm-hmm. like all of those things. And like, right before this, I was in Photoshop, like working on something. And I think it's cool to be able to stretch your boundaries of what you've, what you've known I think as far as what you do in life goes is what kind of what Lee said, like, like 
your purpose is loving people well. And from that, you get to do all of these fun things that serve the body. Mm. Um, yeah, I think. Oh, shoot. I just forgot what I was going to say. I'll, I'll say okay. this too. My uncle, uh, when I was like 13, I was actually really into production and I was really into what I thought was good. And uh, <laughs> I was uh, cutting these CDs for my family and I was singing Big all time. these covers and I was like posting them to YouTube. I was shooting videos. I don't, I don't know if it's there, but you can search. I probably <laughs> took it down to be honest. <laughs> oh. I probably took Trying it to down. Look that up. Um, (laughs) but um, get on the tv i did this uh i did this cover of uh i am redeemed or redeemed by big daddy weave and and i like produced it actually what i did was i bought the like karaoke tracks the back track for it and then like mixed it how i wanted to and then i added instruments that i thought should be in there and then like i added all these like I added all these like vocal things and then I shot the videos and edited them and it was terrible. And, but, um, at one point in my life, especially like 13, 14 years old, I was really into that. And, uh, mainly in like garage band because my parents didn't know what to get me, but I had a lap, I had a a Mac. So I was doing that. And, but, but my uncle told me one time he, he's a professional videographer out of Mobile, Alabama. And, uh, I was about. <laughs> that sounded so. Did you hear that? I was uh, asking for a specific mic because I wanted I wanted to start doing better audio recording, and I was looking at this, you know, like the snowball mics. I was like uh-huh. looking at those, those yeti mics. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> and I was looking at like all of these other mics that like you can flip the switch and it changes from like condenser to like. Or it changes from like the cardioid, pattern, the cardioid to yeah. like you walk in a guitar center and you see those mics. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. You gotta have it. Yeah. Every and, YouTuber had those. That's why. Yeah. 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 And yeah, that's right. Or and those blue mics. Yeah. The blues. Yeah. I would watch, I would watch certain YouTubers that would have mics like that. And I'm like, I want to get a mic like that. And he told me something that actually stuck out uh, to me. And it was that that one mic can do each one of those settings. Okay like average Mm -hmm. but like if you were to buy a mic specifically for an omni like Mm -hmm. take or buy a specific mic for a cardioid then those those mics are probably better in the long run dude that is the same mentality i've had for years with pedal boards all these multi-effects pedals i'm like you can get it like no hate dude people can rip on a line let's talk about this this is good but like those things can make really amazing sounds the thing is is like when you buy a pedal board and like you imagine like, okay, I'm get to handpick all these pedals. Mm-hmm. You're literally doing that. You're like, yeah. I want this overdrive sound. Right. I don't want an emulation of that. That's like worried about 50 other different yeah, sounds to try exactly. to make this work. It's like this pedal does this one specific thing. Yes. And it'll do it well. I think really about the well. lifetime that those pedal builders spent creating those like algorithms and like, or not arithmetic to like build those circuits. Uh-huh. And like the teams it takes to build those, and then you look at like a fifty plus pedal effects unit, and I'm like, do you think they spent the same amount of time mm. coding that? Mm. Like, yeah, because they're like designing one pedal at a time versus like versus, a one stop shop. I think it's probably just IRs. I I'm yeah. totally yeah, I have no idea, my butt. I don't know. Yeah, how those work. I know they're extremely talented, smart, amazing people, and it's no, come a sure. long way. 
Yeah. Oh I mean, like, I mean, we don't run apps. Yeah, I don't anymore. Yeah. I sold all my apps. It's right. like just, it's a convenient thing for to not have amps storage. anymore. I would love to get to a place in life where I'm like, no, oh, man, I still use amps. Yeah. I'm not a purist like that, but I would love to use them and then, yeah. you know, not break my back. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, it was so long. I traveled with amps and I mean, you were there for most of It was of the that. thing. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was just part of it and nobody batted an eye. And then like there was one gig where I, I showed up with amps and I say gig, I played at a church and these people were flabbergasted mm. they're like well we've got this Kemper rig you can run and I was like I I don't know how to use that I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't think that's a good idea <clears throat> and I ran amps in this <laughs> actually I think this is this is morbid I think the guy that did this is passed away now so oh. you know <laughs> but, <laughs> but so this this pastor comes up like in between services and he's like what's all that noise oh my gosh and I'm like the problem my amps and he's like well those gotta you know we gotta turn those down and i'm like well i was like two I, different worlds I, you at know that point. in hindsight i was not easy to work with and I, I i the lord has given me grace but i i was i was like no we can't do that i was like these are two amps i tried to explain it technically mm -hmm. to him i was like you can't just like turn them down so we like put some baffling up to try to like bring mm -hmm. the sound down. Yeah, we all been there. Yeah, and so then the next service comes around and I'm playing, and my right amp just like just like, goes away. Hit the breaker, and I'm like, the frick was that? So I'm like, <laughs> like steaming, mad, like playing, and I and I get off and I go back there, and this man had like taken an acoustic panel and like tossed it over it. And it like hit the 57 that was on the amp and knocked it <laughs> over. over. So that like it, nothing happened. Nobody turned anything off. It just like knocked the mic over. And I'm dude. like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Dude, it's crazy. It's so. <laughs> Been there, dude. It's... So I bought an Iridium. Yeah. Yeah. Not long after that. I was like, I'm just going to show up and use that. It's just, it's cool to me how, like, how far stuff like that has come. Like, yeah. It's amp, definitely amp like, simulations. it is, it is surpassed the, the you know i had that digitech pedal mm -hmm. when i that was like the first thing my dad got me those those multi-effects pedals are actually good <laughs> those are good it's like the one with the two buttons and yeah the and then you could like build your own pedal board inside of it yeah turn them off and on it's a rarity to find something though that has several different settings that they are all solid or yeah you what's, know. His, what's his face from the 1975 runs that like solid state boss mm multi-effects thing dude and that's like that solid state 80s like roland chorus tone dude i it's i so good for multi-effects pedals this is my appeal for them put them on your board don't don't run them as your board but put mm -hmm. one on your board because it can do so many different things it is literally like that is the best function of it is to be like I need this random trim that's a stereo pan mm -hmm. every other note like that kind of stuff you'll find like I had this one pedal, we throw it up here. It's called a Yamaha Magic Stomp, and it's this ugly looking purple, like multi effects pedal that I had on my board like for the <laughs> longest time. But it was almost like it was secret weapon. It was before the Mobius came out. Okay, mm. and so it could do all these different modulation stuff. Like it had this weird like octave shimmer delay thing on there, mm. and it would it would like do the like shimmer type thing. Coldplay. It was sick. Johnny Buckland. Yeah, dude. I mean, it was. Um, 
it was like usable for sure. That is single-handedly the only reason why I have a DL4 on my board still. Um, if any of y'all don't know what that is, it's like the OG delay pedal. You've seen it. It's I'm the sh- gigantic green one. Yeah. And it, I mean, when I rebuilt this rig, I had to like, that. I, I pulled up pedal board planner and I put the DL4 on it and was like, <laughs> that is the, that's my non-negotiable. This yeah. is staying on here. And then I put the next like big pedal on there, which is my volume. And I was like, we got to make this work. So I did. And, you know, praise God, we're good. Yeah, I, think, I think we're still good. Yeah. What I love about just talking about like multi, like multi effect things um, or multi settings, like I don't know why, but my brain is going into like teamwork. And oh, because whoa. you guys are, you guys are talking about like production stuff you're talking about this pedal and i'm you're like for anyone who doesn't know i'm like that's me (laughs) (laughs) that's me i don't know tell me what that is but i think what's so cool is like we're all kind of gifted in our own way and there are there are like main topics i guess you could say or 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 specialties that we have that we each have individually Mm -hmm. and what's cool is like that's what makes a team a team yeah, because you bring something to the table, you bring something to the table, True. and they're both different. And I bring something to the table as well. That's Dude, that is different. That is one of the best tools to uh, combat imposter syndrome, mm-hmm. because we can always get to that place of like, I just don't feel like I'm. Why am I here? There's 400 other guitar players in Nashville. Why am right. I here? And then the Lord will remind me, you're here because you're the puzzle piece. Nobody else is. Mm-hmm. And like, right. you can't. You you can't like compare yourself to anybody because nobody else is like you that's right just like you're like no one else yeah and so like that I, i'll rest in confidence in that all day long mm-hmm. because i'll be able to walk into a room and feel in my in my like heart i'll feel like completely unqualified but i'll be able to like rest knowing like the lord calls me to be different for a yeah. reason yeah. yeah and so like i might not be the the one who's getting called for all the gigs that you know get you know grammys or doves or all that kind of thing but the thing is is like what i'll bring to the table is unique to me because the lord has crafted me so uniquely yeah it's all for that one instagram dm that you get from someone and they're like i ha- so i produced i've only like there's only a handful of songs that i've that are out that i produced 100 percent, and i had a guy reach out i think about a year ago and was like this like very one-off niche song that I produced that shout out Harrison Gamber. It was so specific. It was for his friend's wedding that he like wrote a song for them that I produced. And then we ended up just putting it out because it was a good song. And um, this dude reaches out and he's like, hey, did you produce Harrison Gamber's stuff? And I was like, I did. And he's like, bro, that song like changed my life. Like I'm pursuing artistry because of that sound wow can you produce my stuff and i was like what you're picking yourself <laughs> off the floor <laughs> I was yeah. like, yes i would be honored i will travel to you yeah <laughs> to make this happen yeah it's I, all worth it it's all worth it and i think like when it comes to teamwork like dude if you can that's kind of back to staying in your lane but not staying in your lane because mm-hmm. like if you can rest in confidence knowing that i was made to do these things yeah. then like and i made and i was put in this place to support these people mm-hmm. then like dude that team is just gonna kick butt mm-hmm. like yeah i i will 
come up behind you learning the things that you know so I can be useful eventually, but I sit in confidence knowing that when there's something wrong with X, Y, Z, I can call Lee. It would be a lonely place if I, like, had to do what I do by myself. Same, man. (laughs) Because, like, Mm. I can't do what you guys do. And I... We, me and Lee had a conversation a while back about just like some life things, and I was like, I was like, bro, I can't do what I do without you. Mm. Like, I can't. It's just not possible. And you guys hug, and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you embraced. I would, I would, yeah, yeah. I would just say <laughs> like, just what what whatever you do like make sure you find the people that you can do it with yeah. because yeah. it's a lonely place doing it by yourself and we all bring something to the to the table and what's cool is like just because they have a specialty in a certain area doesn't mean i get to speak into something and say oh what about this like we 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 play off of each other and we do teamwork mm-hmm. and and that's cool so and we all learn from each other which is even cooler like for down the road when we need it, like you said. Pull it out of the hat. So keep people close and don't burn bridges. For real, for real. Yeah, and... and People can also be in your tool belt. Yeah, and celebrate others' strengths. Celebrate others. And their victories. Yeah. Celebrate when your friend gets a song on radio. Yeah. Freak out. Call them. Cry with them. Like, that is so special. And I'll say, too, if you're that person that's getting a song on radio or whatever it may be, whatever opportunities you're getting... Email us at Madison's Trip. <laughs> <laughs> if you're that person that is getting those opportunities, like, don't always just talk about that one thing. Like, oh, yeah. Mm, like, dude. Like, like, be present for your friends. And It'll be like, dry hey, up quick. <laughs> yeah, like, how how are you doing? Right. Like, and, and it's not a comparison thing. It's just like a genuine, like, hey, this is what God is doing for me. This is amazing. I want you to be a part of it. Like, what's what's God doing in your world? Like, how can I be there for you? Because they could be you like, know? yeah, I started this lawn mowing business and like I'm making more money than I ever have in my life. Mm-hmm. And the Lord is blessed. And you'd be like, what? I didn't even know you did that. Mm-hmm. Because I keep talking about myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. That's a, for another podcast. And then that person's like, I actually want to invest in your artistry because of the amount of money that I'm making with my lawn cutting business. Yeah. Because you cared about me. Yeah. Yep. That is that's real, man. <laughs> it is, yeah. So we're gonna wrap it up. Yeah, we uh, we don't ever want this to feel forced. There's nothing. There's no agenda. Again, this is just like what we do anyway. So yeah. why not set things up? Turn the cameras talk. on. Grab the mics. Easy setup. We'll like, get the girls in here too, and um, that way you don't have to. This isn't just a boys' room. Yeah, this is this is right. for everybody. So yeah. Um, let us know if you want us to continue doing this. We we don't exactly know where it's going to go. Like, yeah. We might like create a little platform or we, we'll just like post the whole thing on the YouTube, to be honest. Like, this is a brand new thing. And I'm sure at some point we'll cover topics and we'll like, we'll talk about things that questions. We, yeah. Yeah. Like that's easy. we'll answer questions about worship, about ministry, about production, about life, whatever, about artistry, about getting signed to a label, all the things, whatever it may be. We'll talk about it. Um, yeah, we we have a really unique position, mm-hmm. like talking about you know individuality and like uniqueness. Like we are different than a lot of other ministries. Mm-hmm. This is the last thing I'll say, and we'll wrap it up. Yeah, we're different than a lot of other ministries. We are a church that has you know like a, a you know 
musical presence. You know, that's that's a lot of a lot of churches in America right now are being right. able to do that. And, yeah, it's um, amazing. But where we are specifically is is it's it's interesting what's happening. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of anything happening like other than maybe like Bethel Church in Reading, like yeah. very small town, like country mm-hmm. town, country. and like this amazing like you know ministry booms out of it. We're really in a similar place, so like yeah. it's a lot. Like we have very uh, unique. Um, like learning things that we've had to conquer yeah. uh, because of like that specific hurdle. Like we don't have a, a huge influx. Like, yes, we are in the, the greater Nashville area, right. like the, the middle Tennessee area. So there is like a lot of natural, like talent and musical ability around this area, but, but like, they're an hour and 15 minutes away. Yeah. It's, it's interesting <laughs> yeah. to, to, to like navigate that. And like the style of church we have, mm-hmm. the size of church we have, Mm-hmm. In a town that ha- like has only like I don't even know the statistics like thirty thousand forty thousand people yeah and maybe less maybe twenty thousand maybe less like and it's a small city yeah it's crazy like to have a church that's like twelve hundred people strong in a town of that size is almost unheard it's 10% of ten percent of our place and, and serious yeah Shut up. hang it so. All that being said, is like we have a, a really unique position to talk on that stuff specifically. Mm-hmm, I think we've true. we've got a lot of uh, insight on that. So if you're, you know, in that position where like you're in like a you're near a bigger city, dude, um, and that's ninety percent of churches. It is, yeah. There's a lot 90%. of churches. Our church being the number is is, is the one percenter, right? Like that's crazy, yeah, it's crazy, crazy so stuff. We want to be a resource, you know. MSW is not just a band, right? Uh, it's a ministry. It's a ministry in itself, yep. but also like we have, you know, a lot of seasoned people uh, on our team that have a lot of wisdom, and we just want to like share it if we can. So, mm-hmm. all that being said, love you guys. guys. Love you guys. Thanks for joining us. Bye. Bye.